one year I kind of got an idea, you know, I almost tried trap. I like to trap, I like to make lure, and I like to write. Where can it go from here? I would be able to spend more time in the woods. I was losing money in over fish trapping, but I didn't care. Getting the traps out there is the hardest part, I think, with them. I would leave the critters in the back of my truck in the high school parking lot. We're going to set traps, like, no matter what. Some of these guys have trapped these areas for generations. We got through the fur boom. This is Northern Michigan, this is what you do. Trappers love game trappers in a positive way. I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Do you know everything? This will be fun. Trying to learn something from these legends. Ask questions without asking questions. Volumes of Perfect and Game Magazine. The structure from Perigo Gorman. Perg Lennon's articles, the Perg Lennon ads. Two information, trapping radios. We are trappers and ourselves. To me, that's pretty important. Alright, everybody listening to me? Develop a system yet that's working ahead of time to build big trapping. If you got variables to change the characters, you got bog trap. They start talking about these big fans. Most of my tunes are coming from up top, not down bottom. Probably the best part of the country in the world. I don't get any better. Trying to set predator trash and trash waders. The back of that beaver looks like a sheer. You better edit this part out. Yeah, we better. This is Trapping Today. I'm Jeremiah Wood. Thank you guys for listening in. It's great to have you here. We're brought to you by Cots Brothers Lures. K-A-A-T-Z-B-R-O-S dot com. Trap smarter, work harder, enjoy the success that follows. Cots Bros has everything you need for the trap line, so check them out at CotsBros.com. On X Maps, use your phone as a GPS on the trap line, mark the trap locations, run tracks, scout using the latest aerial imagery, and get landowner information. Onxmaps.com. Use the promo code TRAP, T R A P, for 20% off. And Moyle Mink and Tannery, get your fur tanned by the professionals. Family run company out of Idaho. Moyle does an incredible job at a very reasonable price. They uh, preserve your fur, tan it so that you can keep fur for the long term. Whether it's a wall hanger, a hat, mitts, uh, any other fur project you've got going on, check them out, moyle.net, M-O-Y-L-E.net. All right, back in the fur shed. It's good to be here, and it's uh, going to be a bit of odds and ends here tonight. I think we're going to make a list, though. We'll, <clears throat> we'll get into making a list. Uh, what we need for the trap trapping season, because we're getting closer. It's uh, early September as I record this. Uh, if you're in a northern state like I am, trapping season is just around the corner. It's actually about six weeks away. So um, for for some early seasons, and then we have some, some other seasons that don't start for oh closer to uh, seven or eight weeks. But yeah, it's it's coming. It's getting cooler outside. And, and I can tell by just the emails that I'm getting from people too that that people are starting to get ready. I think Kyle Kotz said somewhere that a professional is ready by the 1st of October or something like that. So, um, and a real professional, maybe he's ready by the 1st of September. I don't know, but I'm, I'm neither of those. So, so I'm never going to be ready, but we, we may get into a list. Um, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Uh, also wanted other, in, in addition to our regular sponsors, trapping today store, that's my store where I put up stuff that I have for sale whether that's tanned furs, which I still have quite a few tanned furs up there for sale from my trap line last season. Uh, shirts, the Trapping Today Mustelid t-shirt is still in stock in most sizes. The coffee mugs, start your morning with a Trapping Today coffee mug, a fresh cup of coffee, and thinking about trapping to start the day. What's wrong with that? What else we got? We got uh, lures. So the the lures are kind of a topic I wanted to get into a little bit tonight because I'm starting to ship out some lure to people that are getting ready for the season. Um, I had an interesting one guy from Michigan that does quite a bit of trapping and he had some questions about my lures. And I, I'll start by saying I don't uh, I don't have a specific coyote lure. And I've had some people ask me that in the past week or so about you know, what, what would you recommend for coyotes? What do you do for coyotes? Um, I developed Predator and Predator Plus as a, an overall predator lure. Uh, predator Plus is more of a call type lure. 
of course LDC long distance call is an overall predator call lure um, so so those were developed as a general predator attractant they they are going to attract coyotes they're also going to attract other predators as well um, this guy asked well has this uh, has this lure been tested and what were, what were the test results and it kind of threw me off guard a little bit because I you know I, I sent when I developed this lure I sent uh, samples to people all over the country. A lot of you guys that listen to the podcast uh, tested it for me and and gave me feedback on the reactions you got, uh, what you caught with it, and, and all that. And um, the lure, in in those terms, the lure tested out really well. People used it; it worked very well. But I never actually, and I couldn't really, I I it was it would have been a lot to ask people to do this, but actually go out and take detailed statistics on you know number of sets that it, it was at uh, side by side with other lure how it compared what the reactions were what percentage of the time did this happen what percentage of the time did that happen what was the wind direction what was the location what was the area like and, and all that uh, I would love to do that I I don't I don't do that I haven't done it I, I'd love to do it in the future um, I, I guess you know, not a lot of people actually do do that, <laughs> other than maybe some of the the real high-level professionals or guys that are just really analytical. Um, so I told them that. I said, listen, I'm not going to BS you. Um, this is what I did. This is how the lure works. I know it catches fur. It's a very good attractant. I've never really, this is actually a more com- predator, predator plus, it, it's a more complex formulation than I'd actually like. I like stuff that's really simple because I know what attracts animals. I, you know, we, there are certain ingredients that, um, that are, are very attractive to certain animals. It's tried and true time tested. If you use good quality ingredients, make uh, consistent batches of the stuff, um, you're going to attract fur. It's just all there is to it. And I, I really, when you get into 10, 12 ingredients and everything's all has to be done this way and that way and it's all specific and complex and almost non-duplicatable, it, it gets, to me, gets more into a little bit of voodoo magic than it is actual, you know, basics of attracting an animal to a set. And, of course, a lot of guys are really good salesmen and they can, can sell you on that. And I just, I can't do that. I'm not good at it. Um, and so I'm just like, listen, I know it attracts predators. I mean, I'd be just as confident that sending you some ground up beaver caster and a little asafetida or something along those lines. And, and, uh, and it would, you know, that would do, that would do great as well. I mean, I'm just not sold on, on the idea that certain lures are, are, are superior to others in any significant way when you, when it comes down to those basic ingredients. That being said, I, I guess I'm a little bit naive to the fact that uh, maybe not everybody thinks the same way. And he said, he, what he told me was, I, I sent him, I sent him a jar of lure of Predator because it's early in the season and uh, Predator Plus has skunk essence in it, and and uh, he just wanted to know whether this would attract animals uh, absent the skunk and didn't really need the skunk uh, until cold weather sets in, and so. Like just a few days after he got it, all of a sudden it was actually today. I got an email, and he said your lure tested out awesome, and he sent me a picture of of digging at a dirt hole and everything, and talked about what the reaction was like, and it's like, it, and he was super happy, and he ordered two other <laughs> bottles of lure, uh, just uh, you know within a few minutes, and I said wow, and I thought to myself. Well, I could have told you that. I I guess I was. Ex- <laughs> I thought you were expecting. Uh, I thought you were expecting something along the lines of the statistical results of a hundred coyotes caught, you know, using this lure, or a hundred visits to the set, or whatever. I mean, everything that I sell you guys, you put it down a hole, they're gonna dig it up. Um, it's it's uh, it's good. It's good lure on those in that regard. But what he told me is he said, you would be surprised at how many lures I, I test out that do not get that reaction. He said, it's, it's incredible. So I I guess, uh, you know, I, I have a lot to learn in terms of the rest of the lure 
uh, industry. I'm not really in the industry. I'm just kind of on the outside and I like to make a little lure for myself and sell it to you guys. And, and honestly, I mean, it really helps to keep the store running and pay some of the bills. So, so that's, that's that. But anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. And, uh, if you want to order some lure, now's the time to do it. Birch river beaver lure. I'm having a very hard time keeping that stocked. I uh, just made another batch and, and I only have four jars of that left right now. I just had another order here today uh, that I shipped out. So that one, uh, I had to raise the price on that and everything that I've, all the lures I make are four ounce jars. I've actually had guys complain to me about um, not making one ounce jars and I'm a foolish for, I'm stupid for, for making only four ounce jars because a guy needs to to be able to try something out in one ounce and blah, blah, blah. I, well, that's okay. I don't need your business, honestly. Um, I'm sorry. I just make four ounce jars, uh, four ounce jars of lure because that's what's more convenient for me. And, and, uh, I, 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 sometimes I will have a few one ounce bottles. I don't have any right now, but I'll have a few laying around and I'll, I'll toss one in for a guy to try. I have a different lure or something, but I just don't, it doesn't make much sense for me. Um, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one of them being, I don't ship, I don't have a lot of different things in my store. And so a lot of the orders are just single item orders. And for you to order a bottle of lure and for me to charge shipping on top of that, uh, the shipping would cost just as much as the lure cost. So it, it really doesn't make much sense for me or for you economically for that to, to happen. Um, now may, who knows, maybe in the future I could make four one ounce jars of, of lure that was sold as a package of different lures or something like that, but uh, it gets pretty complex and it's labor intensive and everything. So, um, I use it myself in four ounce jars and that's what works for me. And that's what I sell because that's what I've got. That's what I make. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Let's see where, oh yeah, so I wanted to let you know, I did put up a, uh, the Birch River Beaver Lure, everything has been $25 free shipping on four ounces. Birch River is up to 28. I just made that change uh, after I shipped shipped the last batch out and it's going to be $28 for four ounces and uh, the cost of ingredients for that lure has gone up by like 50 or 60%. And so I'm, you know, making a lot less as it is. And, and really, I mean, the, the alternative, the, the, that lure is primarily uh, ground beaver caster. Uh, there's, there's a few other things. There's birch oil, acetheta, um, and a little bit of uh, tinctured caster, uh, for consistency and, and, and some, uh, it's, it's kind of a semi grease based, uh, helps with waterproofing. It's, it's a really awesome lure that it's amazing that how that lure holds up to weather. I've had it out, uh, you know, a week straight in that caster is still just pumping out the scent. So, um, that's good, but uh, I'm looking at, uh, I've been selling my caster for a hundred dollars a pound from the beavers I trap up here. And after you talk about commission, um, at auction, you're, you know, I'm clearing like $90 a pound. And when I look at the trade-off for whether I should put it in a bottle of lure at selling at $25 for a bottle of lure versus sending it off and getting $90 a pound, uh, it really doesn't, (laughs) it, it doesn't make much sense to put it in a lure bottle at $25 for a four ounce bottle. So, um, I, I did have to bump that one up and, uh, hopefully I don't have to bump it up anymore, but that's kind of where it's at right now. And I think you're going to see that a lot of other places in the industry. Um, uh, one of the things that I, again, I assume that nobody would ever do this, but I guess, again, you'd be surprised. Maybe people do this, but obviously I, I will stop making a lure or I'll raise the price. I will never water it down to try to make it make more economic sense. So the, the, the formulation, what it is, is what it is when I first make it and test it and it works. Um, it works well for me. I'm not going to change that. So, um, it, that's, that's Birch River Beaver Lure. The other ones I have long distance call, the old standby that, that thing's, uh, I've, I've stocked up so much for ingredients in that, um, that I'm going to be in good shape for a while there. That'll be the same price as long as I can continue to get skunk essence, but I've got plenty 
right now so so that should be fine but that's been going up in price as well that's oh that's like at least 30 bucks an ounce now um, actually it's closer to 40 in some if you buy it retail I, I was getting that for 20 pretty consistently um, but I think that's gonna gonna go up even at wholesale price um, here uh, very soon if it hasn't already so a long distance call that's that's still up there available um, predator and predator plus um, it, it's it's tough because I've really been getting to like those lures <laughs> and uh, um, it, however they, there is one uh, very important ingredient to that that is very difficult to find um, I have to decide whether I, I have a lot of it in stock right now so I'm okay you know plenty for should be plenty for this season but I'm going to have to decide moving forward, like, do I want to keep making this? And if I do, I need to secure a more reliable source of this uh, one ingredient, uh, which I think I can do, but I just don't know if it's worth the time and effort to actually get that done. So <laughs> rather than, remember we talked about the podcast and slowing down and trying to do other things. Well, the other projects and ideas were not lure making, <laughs> believe it or not. So... <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that uh, we'll see how that goes with those moving forward. But I, I do like simple, high-quality ingredients that I can get my hands on very easily. I'd have to work a little harder for this one, but uh, but I, I'm not going to change the formula. So either I keep stocking the lure or I don't. But I wanted to offer, I am having a little bit of a cash flow need right now <laughs> because I need to get more stuff, more ingredients, more supplies. And, uh, I need, I need some money to do that. We just had a baby. Um, we had to get, he had to get, uh, helicoptered out down, downstate for, um, some emergency situation that actually ended up turning out fine. So everything was good, but we got a lot of bills coming, hospital bills and stuff. And, uh, so I want a little cash flow. So I, I have a little special going on, on the store, uh, for, uh, three bottles of lure. It's I call I'm calling it the Predator Pack, and this is a great opportunity for you to uh, to get uh, start getting stocked up on your lure for the season. This is three four ounce jars of lure. One is long distance call, the old tried and true. One is Predator, and one is Predator Plus. So the three Predator type lures that I make, uh, those are normally twenty five dollars each, which would put you at seventy five dollars, and the special is sixty dollars. That predator pack, go to trappingtodaystore.com, click on lures, and you'll see the predator pack there for $60. That is shipping included. Uh, if, you, if you're in Canada, my shipping's, uh, you're going to pay more for shipping in Canada. But um, for anybody in the U.S., shipping is free. So check that out. Great opportunity, predator pack. Um, while supplies last, we're going to have that running. Three, four-ounce bottles of lure for 60 bucks. Okay. Um, lure recommendations. I had an uh, email from a guy asking about recommendations. Let me get back. I actually had two emails for lure recommendations in the last day. Actually, today. Um, and I, it was just top of mind. So I thought I'd, I thought I'd get into uh, trying to answer some of that here while it's running through my head. So. Uh, one was about Martin lures for the up, upcoming trapping season, and one was uh, coyote. And one guy's in Maine, and one is in New Brunswick. So let's let me pull up the coyote one if I can find it. Some of these, if you guys send it through the store, it doesn't show up as your name. It just shows customer message until I open it. So, but I do get a lot of emails through the store. Okay, guy from Eastern Canada. Um, best lure for trying to attract eastern coyotes, which are around my target area. Long distance call versus predator versus predator plus. So, okay. Uh, we'll get into Martin first. So, my thoughts on Martin lure is going to be a little bit counterintuitive for what someone who sells lure might uh, tell you. I received some good advice from a guy oh, a couple of years ago who was showing me a picture of a hundred plus Martin catch he made in a season. It was like, had might have been closer to 150. Uh, he caught a pile of Martin. And he, he was selling lure, and he said, be honest with you, the best lure, Martin lure is no lure at all. And I found that to be the case. 
actually a surprising number of situations. <laughs> so um, if you have Martin at the set and Martin is hungry and you have good bait, you don't need lure. Okay, so let's just get that out of the way. I don't want to sell you lure, mine or, or somebody else's just and say that you need that for Martin trapping. Uh, number two, if you're in the Northeast, which this guy is, and a lot of you guys that listen to this and trap Martin are in, um, we're going to run on cycles every other year with uh, food availability in the woods. And last year was a really good Martin trapping year because the food was food availability was very low. There was very little natural food in the woods. And so Martin were coming to bait. Anything, just about anything you had for bait, Martin were coming. They were moving a lot. They were trying. They were on the feed. They were hungry. It was easy to get them uh, to get them to go in boxes. And I mean, shoot, I I have to go back and check my records. What was it? I get 25 in 14 days, I think. I, I limited out. So it was just it, it was it was amazing. It it really was. Um, so so that's you know those are those are the years when when you're just gonna it's gonna be dynamite. And you're going to think everything you use is, is the best. And then years like this year, where there's tons of natural food in the woods, um, I've I, I been just hearing some stuff. I haven't talked to too many people, but a little bit I'm hearing about bear baiting is that the bears aren't coming to the baits that good uh, because there are so many natural foods out there. So uh, it's going to be harder. It's going to be a harder year to attract Martin. And so no matter what lure you use this year, it's, you're going to have a bit of a challenge on your hands uh, in terms of, of getting Martin to a set, regardless of, of lure or bait. So I want you to kind of put that in the back of your mind uh, while we're talking about all this stuff, just so you realize that don't always evaluate the lure or the bait um, based on your catch. Put it in context of what, what type of year you're having, what the conditions are, what the population's like, and, and all those different factors. <clears throat> so that being said, lure is not necessary, but lure can help a great deal to attract animals to a set. Long distance call lure is works on the very basic principle uh, for that's I mean been going on forever at least here in the Northeast and uh, Alaska is the only place that really seems like some people don't really rely on skunk essence. Uh, some do, some don't. It's probably like 50-50. Some guys say it doesn't do anything for them, and some some say it works really well. But of course, they don't have skunks uh, up up there in the interior of Alaska, so it's not a natural thing. So you're you're kind of working on some sort of curiosity, uh, something that's new to the animals. Um, but it but it does work for some people better than others. Uh, if you have uh, if you're if you're where I'm at, skunk seems to be a universal attractor to all fur bears, and skunk is very volatile in the air. It carries a very long distance, and that's why it calls them in from a long ways off. The beauty of my LDC lure is that it has a lot more than just skunk. So when they get closer, or when the skunk wears off, because it will wear off um, uh, over time. My, mine seems to last longer than a lot of the other skunky lures. Um, or especially just just drops of skunk essence at the set. This this holds up a lot more than that, but still it will wear off over time, just because it it's so volatile. It escapes the lure and goes into the air. That doesn't last forever. So uh, it, it will attract animals. Now, if you have a trap with skunk essence going down a road every quarter of a mile, it starts to get a little old after a while. And I think. Uh, potentially some animals could get trained to it say oh yeah you know i smell that and i go in and and uh, there's food there um but but i think in a lot of ways that can also kind of you you can wear that that effect out where it's no longer a novel thing it's no longer new it's no longer a curiosity thing Uh, we smell skunk every quarter of a mile not a big deal and they just kind of move right along and so you got to be careful not to overuse it the other thing with skunk is you got to vary the what how you use it depending on the weather, and um, when the weather's really cold, skunk seems to uh, to be to help call, provide addi- additional calling power. When the weather's warm, if it's in the 60s, you don't want to really have a skunky lure. Just get use predator. 
you know, you're going to have uh, the gland component, you're going to have the food component. Um, it, that that's uh, that's got all kinds of different attractants to an animal. Um, it's not as loud. It's more of a mellow lure. Um, so they're going to want to get at it, but they're you know they're not going to if if it's really warm and and uh, their other scents can be overpowering. That's going to be your better option. Um, if you do the other thing with the skunk is is be careful about where you use it at the set. Um, the long distance call lure you want it to be above the set typically, and you want it to be uh, at least like three feet, three four feet away from where your trap and your bait are, uh, because you you want to get the animal to that area. But once they get there, you want them to be focused on the bait, not on the skunk essence. If if that or or the lure, if that makes uh, any sense. And if you do put the lure right on the bait. You can do that, but only do that if it's like zero to 20 degrees, if it's super cold out and the bait doesn't have as much calling power. Um, but if it's warmer than that, I think all you're doing is is making such an overpowering scent that the animal is, is less likely to be interested in going in uh, and eating the bait unless it's super hungry. So so that skunk, um, predator, predator Plus is all the things a predator has. Uh, the mink glands, the uh, the food base, uh, the the beaver oil sacs. Uh, there's several other ingredients there uh, that I I won't get into, but it it's all of that with some skunk essence. It's not as strong as uh, or a long, maybe not as as uh, long lasting as the long distance call lure, um, but it's it's a potent skunk odor. Uh, it is it is it's a strong odor. So, um, it actually, um, it wasn't intended this way, but it, if you guys have used Tim Caven's gusto, it's a lot like that. It's got a lot of the same scent components to that, at least from, from my nose. Um, and while we're at, while we're at on that, uh, gusto is, is one of the most popular Martin lures in the country. It may actually be the most popular. So if you're looking for a tried and true, something like that, uh, that's a really good option as well. Um, another option that, uh, that I think is, you can't overlook is just, is ground beaver caster. Um, beaver caster ground up in, and mixed with some glycerin to help, uh, preserve it and to make a, sort of a pasty cons- consistency. Um, that is such an incredible attractor to all different species. Like you could take that birch river beaver lure. Um, and, and use that for Martin trapping. I mean, <clears throat> that could be a, an all around lure you could use just about anywhere. I mean, uh, beaver caster for bobcat, for lynx. I mean, it, it's just beaver caster is really, really hard to beat. So you, you can't really go wrong, uh, there. Some of the other things for Martin. Oh yeah. I mean, coyote fox. I don't know if I mentioned that for beaver, for beaver caster works great for them as well. Um, another thing uh, for Martin uh, I have I have switched it up and tried different things as well. You know, uh, especially the last two years, I've really been uh, starting to think more about how long distance call and skunk odor can be overused, and I started doing a lot more of that mixing mixing it up. And uh, last year, I I mixed up I, and I took records of all of this, and and I I haven't actually gone through and put it in a spreadsheet and analyzed it yet. Um, I actually need to do that. So um, that, that kind of reminds me that that would be really interesting to see. But uh, it, there are some pretty interesting results. It's tough when you can only catch 25 Martin in a season. It, it's hard to have too much in terms of statistical meaningfulness. <laughs> but uh, there were some pretty overwhelming patterns there. So anyway, uh, I tr- I've tried some different things the last two years. And some things that you might not expect, uh, strawberry, strawberry oil as a scent, uh, and a tractor to, uh, to the set. And I actually ended up developing a lure because I had so much success with that during the early season, especially when Martin maybe weren't as focused on, on meat based, uh, baits, uh, having that strawberry lure in the box, uh, really did seem to work quite well. 
and I actually developed that lure sweetness, which is a, a blend of strawberry and honey uh, in a waterproof, uh, freeze-proof base. That's available at Trapping Today store. Um, there are a few other sweet lures out on the market, uh, none that I've used with any meaningful success. I have used Milligan's Tutti Frutti. Um, actually used that mainly, I've used that for a beaver, just kind of as a, as a change up. And I've used it at a few Martin and Fisher sets, but not enough to really say whether I like it or not. Um, and then the other thing that I've used is perfume. And, and so, uh, I, I found a type of perfume, a blend that is, is just, uh, it seems to be just the right, uh, just the right scent. I don't know what it is about it, but it it's really well formulated, and it is I it's it's uh it's one of the more long lasting lures that that I've used. Uh, it's amazing how well it holds up. I mean, it's meant for women to squirt on their neck, rub it on their necks, and attract dudes. <laughs> but but uh, it, it really is amazing how well it, it's worked for me in the woods in the last couple of years. And I started out, I was I was uh, mixing that in a grease base to keep it waterproof and, and freeze-proof. And last year, I didn't have time to mix any up. I was actually going to bottle some up and, and sell a little bit for people who wanted to try it. But um, I, haven't, I didn't have any time, and I just took the bottle out, and I was just squirting it at the sets. Uh, one or two pumps of that stuff on my wooden box or on the tree above the set or something and uh it's uh it was very very effective let's put it that way <laughs> so so those are some ideas uh things for you to try um baits uh beaver for martin beaver meat has been an old standby it's the most popular here in maine uh fresh anywhere from fresh to rotten and i've had the most success with fresh bait to slight maybe slightly tainted but the heavily tainted stuff has not worked as well for me. Um, where the colder it gets, the more fatty meat that you can use. And beaver has a lot of fat in it. It seems to be more effective. The animals are looking for fat uh, to store up for that cold weather. And uh, other baits like deer meat, scraps, uh, uh, pork, chicken. They all they work well. Chicken works really well for Martin. Uh, scraps from grouse. Uh, partridge that works really well beef has not beef works but it's i don't know it, it do, hasn't done anything spectacular for me uh, i've used it but it just seems to be sort of it, it i don't know it i can't say that i've had excellent results with it um i've had incredible results with fish uh, we'll just leave it at that um, and guys in alaska use fish as well so if you've watched my youtube videos you'll know a little bit more about some of the success I've had using that. Um, but if you want tried and true beaver meat has been, is the most popular, at least, uh, in the Northeast. So that's Martin. How about coyotes? Oh, I got to interrupt. I just got a text from our friend Cole Porter, uh, just shot a nice 300 pound boar black bear off of his bait first sit, um, of the season. So yeah, awesome. He's so now hopefully Cole's going to try he's gonna keep baiting and and uh, once trapping season starts maybe he'll get a chance to trap a bear so that's that's cool congratulations cole awesome all right uh coyotes so i'll tell you right off um any of the predator in warm weather predator plus in cold weather if you're gonna buy one of my lures to trap for coyotes but that is not gonna be the be all end all uh, for your coyote trap line. And the reason for that is those are general overall uh, callers, but there are so many different things that's going on in a coyote's head <clears throat> that, that may or may not be related to food. And there are different ways to get a coyote interested. <clears throat> this is completely different from like Martin or Fisher trapping where we need them to go eat and get on the bait and feed um, to, to get caught with a coyote where we have, you know, a couple of different ways of catching a coyote. We can catch a coyote trying to pull bait out of a hole. We can catch a coyote trying to pee on a rock, right? 
and and uh, or sniffing where another coyote peed, or or uh, we can catch a coyote on a blind set on a trail. <clears throat> They're just a, a wide. It, not to say we can't catch other animals that way, but it's just a it's a different style of trapping. And so uh, coyotes also, you know, they have an un- unbelievable nose. Uh, they can be very suspicious of certain things. Sometimes I personally think that certain scents can be overpowering for coyotes. So if you took a big gob, a long distance call and stuck it in a dirt hole, uh, you may find, uh, you may notice that a coyote walks up to the set and stops three or four feet back and doesn't go any closer. Why is that? Well, there's a good chance it's because um, <clears throat> the lure was just so overpowering. You just way overdid it. And maybe if you dipped a tiny little twig in and stuck that in, maybe that would, would have done the trick. Or maybe you'd need just a milder type of lure uh, or a bait. So with coyotes, it, we're going on more than just food. And I don't think, I would never want just one lure to trap coyotes with. If if I did have to have one lure, it'd be O'Gorman's, one of Craig O'Gorman's, like uh, long, his long distance call, which is actually a little mellower. And the only reason I I say I would use that is just because I've had when I started trapping I had so much success with that lure and I'm not sure if it had anything to do with that lure or if it's just a lot of coyotes in the area or what or a good year but I, um, I kind of fell in love with that lure and, and uh, the guy that taught me to trap was was absolutely an O'Gorman disciple and swore by that lure as well so so I'd recommend that if you had to use just one but. I would never want to trap coyotes with just one lure, and so you're gonna want something that is that is a food, food or curiosity based, uh, like say, predator, or uh, a f- sorry that you want that, and you want something that's gonna be gland based, or. Uh, more something that'll evoke more of a territorial response um, or tell a coyote that another coyote is is here and so you're gonna want you're gonna want a food slash uh, general curiosity lure maybe one of each uh, or two different types of food curiosity lure you're and you're gonna want a gland lure the other thing you're gonna want is a bottle of urine and uh, whether it's coyote urine or fox urine, some people that's all they use. So urine can be one of the best attractors if it's used properly um, in, in the right situation. And there's also a place for a long distance call type of lure for coyotes, but you just have have to use it, I think, sparingly, and uh, and not not overdo it. So if I was to, this is a case where I. I would probably go to a place where you can buy one ounce bottles of lure and I would go to cotsbros.com and check out the baits and lures that they have that, that Kyle and Kellen put together. And or you can also get their stuff, you know, it's better if you get it there, but you, you can get it from F and T or other suppliers, but they have, um, they have a 1-800 predator call. I, I have, I'm not completely sold on that one. Uh, they have Toxie Dog, which is a really, I think, a, a really good call lure. Um, buy some ground beaver caster. Buy some coyote glands, or or some some fox glands, and then maybe maybe try another one of their their coyote lures. That's what I would do, and I just switch it up at at different sets. Try something here, something there, um, and maybe maybe some with uh, just a little bit of lure smeared underside of a rock at a flat set. Maybe maybe do a set with just uh, a squirt of urine. Um, maybe do one with a, a big bunch of bait down a deep down in a dirt hole, and and mix it up. You you want to have a lot of options um, for coyotes, and hopefully that kind of gives you uh, a few different options to start out with. But uh, but again, just r- really, uh, it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, having a few different things to use is, is essential, but they don't need to be all these complex formulations that, 
spent five years breaking down into this form and it's 15 different ingredients and this and that. I mean, you know, there's, there's basic things that will attract predators, will attract coyotes and foxes. Uh, you don't want to use them all. You don't want to, you don't want to use the same thing. Different things are going to work differently in your area. So just have, have a bunch of th- different things to, to try out and, uh, and go from there. So, all right. Uh, wow. I spent the whole episode talking about lure, lure and lure recommendations. Didn't even get the bait, uh, for coyotes. Let's, uh, get into that. So there are a lot of baits on the market there that are basically, uh, a meat base with several different ingredients that add different attraction, uh, and, uh, a preservative in there and they're sold usually in like pint containers and in uh, 16 ounce containers and I've used them and I I'm not really completely sold I've made my own as well and I I don't know I mean it, there's there's a couple different schools of thought on on coyote trapping and bait some people will use one pint container to trap for an entire season and they just use a little tiny bit of bait at a set Um, other people will use uh, four or five five gallon pails full of meat and i kind of fall a little in between that i'm kind of more towards the the heavy on the meat heavy on the bait uh, so, so that's kind of my bias. I'm, I'm not sure, uh, which is best. I think, uh, both, both types of coyote trapping can be very effective. It's probably going to be unique to your area. So maybe if you're on location, uh, in a place like Kansas where you've got coyotes are running around like maggots, they're just everywhere and you've got location and you know they're there and they're they're on a, a dead pile outside of a feedlot and they're coming in coming in and it just takes a little bit to get them off their path and and sniff at something and you get them caught maybe you only need a little bit um if if they're you know in an area like northern maine and they're ranging long distances looking for food and you're going in there and like what we were doing when I started coyote trapping is we were going a couple weeks ahead of the season and pre-baiting in, in dirt holes. And they were coming in and feeding, uh, pulling the bait out big dirt holes like the old Gorman style. And they were getting food and actually, um, you know, getting a meal and coming back and coming back. And then when the season started, it was just like, boom, you had them all caught almost immediately uh, because they were so... Uh, you know they they were they were so used to to going to those locations and finding food um, so again i i don't know every situation is different and i'm still too young of a coyote new of a coyote trapper to be able to tell you uh what i think is better i've tried both i tend to use more bait but the preserved bait i mean you can't use a lot of it anyway because it gets too expensive um, but i've preserved like large quantities of it and I just, I don't know. I'm not sold that I've had, I haven't had spectacular luck with it. So, um, I, well, put it this way. I can get animals to, to, to come in to investigate it, but I can't seem to get them to eat it. Um, and it may have something to do with the different ingredients that are, uh, used to preserve the bait. Um, I'd love to hear more from folks who have more experience with that, but in the couple of years that I've tried or the few years that I've I've used that stuff side by side with fresh bait. I've had so much, such better luck with fresh bait. And maybe again, it's just the type of sets I'm using and, and the ability of the animal to actually get bait out of a hole. Uh, the reason for that when my baited sets is not necessarily by choice. It's because the ground I trap is so rocky that I can't dig a hole deep enough to keep, uh, to keep an animal from being able to pull the bait out of it. So, um, Anyway, that's that's kind of the, the situation that I deal with. And for a guy that's over in eastern Canada, you're probably, unless you're in the farm ground, you're probably going to be fairly, even in the farm ground, you're probably going to be fairly similar country. 
Um, I like bait that they can eat. However, um, I would highly recommend that you grind that up or make it put that bait in as small pieces as possible. Because when you throw a handful of bait down a hole, if it that handful is just two or three chunks, an animal can come by and pull those out uh, and not set off your trap occasionally. I don't ask me how I know. Um, maybe it was a skunk or something. Maybe it snuck around the backside of the set or whatever. But uh, it can pull that out and then your set is not working until you go back and rebate that sucker. Um, and they only they only had to approach once or twice uh, to the set to, to clean that whole entire hole out. So the time working the set is minimized. If you have ground ground beef in there, for instance, or ground beaver meat, that's the consistency of Hamburg. They may have to pull a lot more pieces out to get that, that entire thing out. Um, and it's scattered down in that hole. And they're going to be digging in that hole. And they're going to be pulling stuff out. And they're going to be stepping and stepping and stepping all around that set pattern. And you're going to have a much greater chance of having that coyote or fox or whatever it is put their foot right on top of your trap pan. So those are that. that's my, my bait thoughts on coyote trapping. Um, I would love to use big carcass and trap around those if I had, you know, like um, uh, a roadkill deer or something. But unfortunately, we have really restrictive rules in Maine where we we have to be like 50 yards away from any exposed bait. So uh, that that's kind of out of the question for us uh, in terms of, of using a big carcass or something. And so uh, if you're in a state where you can do that, uh, that that you can have a few of those scattered around they can be real major animal attractors but anyway that's uh 45 minutes on bait and lure um yeah so we're gonna make a list next week hey just like the way i do my lists the way i prepare for trapping season is you're seeing it right now (laughs) procrastinate 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 and so the list is gonna get put off until next week (laughs) It'll give us all a better chance to think more about what we need for the traffic season. But I think we'll talk we'll talk traps, uh, anchoring systems, bait, lure. Uh, we already talked bait and lure, so we can go through that pretty quick. Uh, different tools, dirt, wire, um, and whatever else that comes to mind. Talking about getting ready for the trapping season. Um, I have one other request before we go to... Uh, the uh, the Cotsboro's message of the week. I mentioned when we talked about the future of the Trapping Today podcast and and some of the things that I wanted to pursue that I've never had time to do because of the the podcast taking up all this time and not really growing. I mean, it's great. I've it's been incredible the feedback since I recorded that, but but uh, the numbers are are the numbers, and I can only charge so much for advertising, and so with uh, three kids now to support on a single income and a lot of things that I, I want to work on and I don't know whether they'll work or not until I try them. Heck, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta be, be branching out to other things, which, which do take time, uh, and energy to invest into. So, uh, one of the things that I'd love to hear from you guys, just a little bit of listener feedback is, do you use Amazon Kindle? So, so do you read books uh, electronically, um, and and do you have the Kindle app? Do you have a device that you read uh, Kindle on? There's there's something new coming out uh, that's just come out through Kindle. It's called Vela, and this is a uh, it's a sort of a platform very similar to reading books through Kindle. Uh, but instead of books, it, it's more like uh, short stories, and so it, it's something that where authors can can write short stories, and people who are uh, who have Kindle, and have they can purchase uh, tokens to use for to purchase to read these short stories, and they're usually put put together in series, and uh, and, and so it it's you know I don't know what it would be like a quarter. 25 cents or 50 cents to read a story and then you you put up might put out a story a week or a story a month or something but it's something that I haven't really uh, I've just really started looking into it because um, 
one of the things that I do want to do is is do more writing uh, and have the time to invest more into my sort of writing part-time career that I haven't done much with over the past quite a few years. So, uh, you know, guys talk about, oh, the Walter Arnold book was great. Loved it. Love to hear more. Well, you, you will get more if I'm able to spend more time doing this stuff um, and more original stuff from me. But I have a lot of ideas. This is just one avenue. So I just was curious to know whether any of you use Kindle. And if you do, you know, I think that would be potentially something where this would be like the only outdoor hunting trapping type of uh, material for this Vela uh, format, uh, at least starting out, because there's really nothing there. It's like romance and mystery and uh, horror and sci-fi, science fiction novels and stuff and all kinds of weird different stuff. But uh, more everything's mainstream and nothing really for for the outdoors. So if there are folks out there that are already on the platform, already use Kindle, uh, it, it might be something that I would pursue sort of writing on and, and having that as an avenue to get stories out to you guys that are related to wilderness, outdoors, trapping, uh, that sort of thing. So anyway, let me know. Uh, jrodwood at gmail.com, J-R-O-D. W-O-O-D at gmail.com. And any questions, comments, getting ready for the upcoming trapping season. Love to hear from you. Now, time for the Cots Bros message of the week, deal of the week. It's another deal, guys. Enter the code BAIT10, B-A-I-T, the number 10, and get 10% off all Cots Brothers baits until September 7th. So this is a limited time offer, BAIT10, B-A-I-T-10. Um... 10% off of baits. We just talked about stocking up. This is your opportunity to stock up on Cotsboro's baits. They're very, very popular. Uh, they sell a ton of these, um, and it's a great chance to uh, to to get get your baits, and, and yeah, while you're at it, just throw in a few of those one-ounce bottles of Coyote Lure to, to try out. Also, check out their clearances and specials for some huge savings. They've they had several different items. They've... Uh, They've added to those specials recently. One of them I know is they have uh, they get a bunch of these knives that they're like uh, once used knives that they resharpen and sell really cheap. Great to have for the fur shed for skinning and stuff. Uh, and a bunch of a few other things that you're going to see some really deep discounts on. So check them out, Cotsbros.com. Thanks, Cotsbros. Thank you guys. And till next time, keep on talking trapping, keep on thinking trapping. We'll catch you on the next episode.